What's going on, world? This is Isaiah from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense, ITV, and listen to new episodes every Friday, and maybe slide into our DMs on Instagram. Or actually, just leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense, ITV. Stay conscious and stay lit. What's going on, world? And welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. hey. Today, <laughs> we're going to talk about... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Um, DL men. <laughs> um, and just kind of the conversation around stifling your sexuality, but... Um, I mean, some of our experiences. Um, what does the DL stand for? We're uh, yeah. dumb losers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the losers. So DL men. Um, it, DL stands for down low. Right? Down low. Yeah, down it low. stands for in Atlanta. DL. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, I can't. So um, it's referred to as a. It's a referred to as a sexual slang. Um, and they actually term it on Wikipedia, interestingly enough, as African American and African American slang. Uh, term. Although we know for sure that I, that's not going to be true, though. I will say I've only heard it in my like community, <laughs> so generally. Um, and yeah, but I've seen white men. I've seen white men who have. No, who have DL tendency? They're like, oh, for like discreet, discreet, (laughs) for sure. I I use the word discreet instead of. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Not to be a big bore, but that's what I'm talking about. A meta narrative about that, you know, Hmm. like this whole notion that it's just exclusively black men. There goes the false narrative. Mm. Yeah, but that's how I mean, when was this phrase coined? It came about back in my back in my day. Yeah, uh, back in March. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. I mean, in the late '90s, you heard a lot about, and there were a lot of DL people. Even those, listen, who are clearly gay were DL. I mean, that was the funny part about it all. Right. I mean, you, we all knew you were like sleeping with the choir master at church, but yet you said. You I thought that probably was still going on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, absolutely. Now, listen to this: a 2003 cover story in the New York Times magazine on the down low phenomenon mm-hmm. explains that black the black community sees homosexuality as the white man's perversion mm. and then goes on to describe the DL culture as the following rejecting a gay culture they perceive as white and effeminate many black men have settled in a new identity with its own vocabulary and customs and its own name down low there have always been men black and white who have secret sexual lives with men but a creation of an organized underground subculture largely made up of mm-hmm. black men who otherwise live straight lives is a phenomenon of the last decade shut the fuck up yeah yeah they got it of wrong. the last they got, decade they got it. really what they really got what they really got wrong was which i said late 90s um which yeah, is yeah. true uh, what they really got wrong was um, the, the way they, they approached the whole situation, they really got wrong. And what they got really wrong was that it kind of tended to exacerbate like HIV AIDS, HIV AIDS rates. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's not a big HIV AIDS is not a death sentence now, but 
back in the late 90s, early 2000s, people were still very much um, chronically ill and dying from HIV AIDS, and mm. uh, especially when it wasn't, they weren't adhering to, to, to treatments. Um, but, but I feel like that's even a problem now with, and that's talking about down low men and stuff like that. But, but and that, that becomes fucking... really problematic for our community. I want to say this, that yeah. it becomes really problematic for our community because that's when we saw a rise in, among cishet uh, black women. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was this whole phenomena, if you want to call it a phenomena of these men who would have sex with men and then they would have men who have sex with women and they would sort of carry disease back and forth. So that it became forth. a big thing. It became a big thing with that. No, absolutely. And that's why I definitely feel like, yeah, I've like read and like saw stuff how it definitely blew that up. Yeah. And kind of where I was going, at, I feel like it's still definitely back then when the pan- like, epidemic was huge. Um, you know, it's still huge now, but it's like it's still like obviously it's not like a chronic illness, whereas like, but there's still tons of other STDs and things that you could get, right. and it's you you know these DL guys are kind of putting everyone at risk, <laughs> like, right. and I don't know, Isaiah, what do you how do you feel about DL DL men? Um, all right, so I guess I'm gonna come at it kind of from a from a little bit of a different point here. I'd like to kind of dissect the dissect the internal internal portions of it for for what what it would what it is for a DL man, I guess. And so I'm gonna speak a little bit on so on on my own experience. So my first serious relationship was originally with a DL man who mm-hmm. was not a part of our community. He was he was he was white. Um, Ooh, I was gonna I was gonna make a joke white. and say white, but thank God you said white. that. In <laughs> <laughs> but um, notice I'm saying it with an a with an h the h. Um, so he um, I, I have a couple of like feelings about about it. Quite honestly, so here's the other. Well, or, go, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Well, I wanted to I wanted to talk about the conditions that make you know because we can we can go on and on about it being germane to to the African or Black community or germane to what communities is really relevant to. But I, as opposed to like, because I don't think I think it can be counterproductive to sort of focus on DL people, people because DL men, African American, Black and White, and DL women happen, but the societal conditions now today that make people want to choose to live in secrecy. That's the, the insidious motherfucker about it. You know, that's the no, shit I have out I feel like that's always been there. I think, I feel like, but now, as we've gotten further in the years and stuff like that, and obviously it's still <laughs> scary times that, like, different stuff happens, but it's like, you could still, there's still, those pressures are still there, but it's still also very, a lot, there's a lot more resources that are shared and known. Right. Um, it's a lot more like you know in the public eye, in the media, like store, like so. It's a lot more accepted. There's obviously still mm-hmm. a large way to go, and that mm-hmm. still doesn't make it difficult, or, like any easier when it comes out to coming to your coming out to your family, and like worrying about how your jobs receive you, and like so on and so forth. And I don't. Yeah, because losing your family is a real option. I mean, I yeah. know it was for me. It was, and losing Absolutely. my job was a real option. Right. And losing my health care and housing and, and employment, that all of those things are still very real for Black trans women. Yeah. Um, right. 
Yeah, yeah I, but I think more for the these DL men, I think your know, society is structured in a kind of way to still keep, you know, gay folks, LGBTQ folks oppressed and depressed. And but I think a lot of this DL culture, black, white, brown, or yellow, is is a lot of it, in my opinion, is also very self induced. Mm. And, yeah. and and would you say fear is that what induces it? Yes. Fear? Yeah. And so you are imprisoned in your own mind. Mm. You are you are the villain yeah. in your own story, and that keeps you trapped in this in this cage or in this jail. Yeah. So you can't come out of this closet or come out into the society and function in your job or in your church or in your mosque because of the the system is still speaking out against you is still speaking out there's still these myths about being gay and being trans and being lgbt so i think in 2022 because we're so full of information now dl um it's uh, is very self um as you know people have to set themselves free from that dl stigma yeah. and from that dl jail um, for the lack of a better you know, word i have to kind of I have a bit of an opposing opinion about that. And I think that is the case for, I agree with you that I think that is the case for certain sets of people and certain regions. I think in places such as what some people like to refer to as flyover states or, you know, the middle of our country, um, I, I don't know, or small, really small towns of which we are not from. I think yeah, but we're from around here, like even in New York. Yeah, but we're still little... yes and no. We're still we have small towns, but we have to remember we're not we're not sitting in like Middle America. You know what I'm saying? We're thank not, God. We're thank God, of course, but we're not sitting in Middle America. We're all coastal cities and towns and villages and things like mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. But we have more access to more resources than someone in say, mm, I don't know, like Alabama or. Kansas, or and especially think of that in the frame of like someone. That was really nice to be put. Like access to more resources, aka access to more dick. Okay, sure. Sure, like you know, from a comedic standpoint, sure. But like, yes, access to more penis, cool. But like, or vagina, you know, whichever, whatever have you. But like, I think that I think that. The, the reality still is that if you come out in a town with, I don't know, like less than a thousand people in a village yeah. and you're the one gay person there, who's saying they're not going to chase you into the woods and gun you down? I don't think that, I, th- I still think it's a very real fear for people. I did not, I don't think any, and you guys can, can tell me from your own experiences, but Mm-mm. I personally did not think, I was more struggling with the, I was one of those where I was the villain in my own story. At first, I don't think so. However, I also understand and comprehend that it, that is not the case for some people because I did not live in Middle America where I could literally someone could have like you know thrown me in a trunk and you know executed me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was speaking from a place again, and thank you for that reminder. Of course, I was speaking. I normally speak from pr- place of privilege because I am a man of privilege. I grew up in New York City. Right. I come from a well-to-do family. So and I had access to information and money and a lifestyle and understanding that a lot of people don't. Right. Yeah. So well, being on the DL was never an option for me. Absolutely. Mm. 
because I had knowledge, I had power, I had privilege, mm-hmm. and I am a man. <laughs> and so, and, and uh, so, you know, being on a DL, I was speaking from my perspective, oh, from my cool. upbringing, from my place of privilege. And I think that brings up a really great. I'm glad you say that too, just because I think that also brings up a great point as to what ends up perpetuating DL culture, if you will. I think that what ends up happening sometimes is even us. Um, as, as queer people that have a little bit more range, a little bit more access, a little bit more privilege in a sense. I think that, and especially again, because we live, we live near, well, what would what, what they used to call those? There was a name they used to call them. I don't know if they called them sanctuary cities or things like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right? And so, nor- and what happens normally? In larger cities, there are gay villages in most larger cities that you go mm. to and gay or er- queer areas where, you know, everyone populates and they find their chosen family and et cetera, et cetera, what have you. But I think sometimes as queer people of our particular backgrounds, like at least as far as access and to knowledge and things of that nature, I think sometimes we will, and I've, I've been a culprit of this as well, sometimes... I'll think to myself, okay, well, I'm not intentionally going to kind of negate that, ex- negate that, but I don't understand it. So, because that wasn't my experience. So sometimes, even if you can get to a place of understanding, it makes the journey a little bit harder. So yeah. I think, you know what I mean? So I think sometimes what ends up happening is, even though there are a lot of heterosexual people that perpetuate this, this kind of aggressive heteronormative um, narrative, I think sometimes we as queer people kind of perpetuate this like, okay, well, you you can't, I don't know what you are, so you can't sit with us, if that makes sense. Does That's that- true. I do that all yeah. the motherfucking time. That, <laughs> right. I am not perfect. That's kind of, no, no. Is. And none of us are. And I think yeah. sometimes like we'll end up, and I think, again, I think we in a sense, we end up aiding in that in that creation of that DL culture because, okay, well, the straight people won't accept me. And then, okay, the queer people are like, okay, well, what TikTok, when are you going to come out? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, come on. And I think well, it's from both sides, if that makes sense sometimes. Even, even, even if we think about the study that Theo offered us, I think mm-hmm. 2004, 2002. Uh, 2003. 2003 that's mm-hmm. still no virtually 20 years right mm-hmm. 20 years has passed and the notion of what it means to be dl has certainly changed in those 20 years mm-hmm. there's not longer a, a a a negative at first it was there there was no negative connotation and then mm-hmm. the negative connotation came with the ex um, exacerbation of uh stds stis as a yep. result of people living in secrecy right and mm-hmm. now what we see is people who are more um, considerate, compassionate to people who, who, who have to be, for, for lack of a better way, to feel as though that they need to be um, in the closet, live in secrecy, because many of us are continuing to work so diligently to make life better for all of us who sit, who stand in our truth, that we say, mm-hmm. come on out, the water is fine. And and I get it. In some areas, the, the juice is just not worth the squeeze, as they say mm-hmm. in the orange juice mm-hmm. business, you know? Mm-hmm. I get it that, and, and I, I get it that, in, particularly in um, the middle of the country, in the Midwest, there are pockets in which they're not only few and far in between black folks, but fewer far in between gay folks, mm-hmm. and far fewer who are willing to say that they are LGBTQIA. So I get all of that. 
And I'm glad we're a more compassionate nation that considers these cultural competencies and nuances. Um, but I'm also feeling like uh, we also hold people accountable. So I'm glad we're progressing. I'm really glad about that. And I think like also we have to remember that like it's changed drastically because again, technology and the internet. Now, before like when people used to be on like we're on the DL and stuff like that, kind of to Danielle's point that you mentioned earlier, you would know that all right because obviously if they're maybe fucking around with someone that you know mm-hmm. then you know like they're on the deal but people talk it's like a small whereas now when you have all these gay kind of word apps and yeah. grinder and you know all like everything that goes with that it's like a lot simpler that you guys pop on and be completely like dl and then go kind of get that fix that if they just want something sexual and they don't really have to face it there's you know they could go out there and get what they want real quick and then kind of like, yeah, I don't actually really ever have to come out of this, you know, the shadow um, when in all reality, I'm getting what is needed or what they feel is fulfilled. And then that's it. So it's like, it's kind of. And to your, and to your point, Ben, too, like, I think like, and also like with the internet and the way that, I mean, because we all know the internet has absolutely zero chill. And yeah. I think that what happens too is I can I can't even count the level of memes I've seen of like like where there's this comedy attached to the DL kind of culture yeah. like especially with you know on like um gay meme Instagrams you know accounts and things like that where it's just I don't know like making just making kind of like like uh being a little bit of a court jester about like oh okay well like when you're when your bae has a date with their wife at 10 but you have a hookup at like 11 you know like just uh, th- that kind and of that's a whole very tongue and cheek right about that that's the shit that I don't like I yeah everyone's situation is different yeah and that's you know even if you're looking into me personally in regards to like dating someone that's gay, that wouldn't be possible because it's like there's a whole mess of shit that comes with it where it's like yes. clearly you're not you're not confident in yourself. Like clearly like you know, you might have all the shit that you're hiding and like all like that's a whole process to come out. So it's like that's a whole bag yeah, of I, I understand, but wait, I understand being empathetic. Like if I lived in Mumbai, like say you mm. know if I lived in China. If yeah. I lived in Russia, mm-hmm. I am a 37-year-old queer man living in New York City in 2022. It is my belief that there is no need for you to be DL. That's your belief, though. That's, you know, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. I'm making the show that is Theo Fox belief. <laughs> and, you know, it isn't a general, you know, I'm not generalizing it. Right. Uh, because, you know, when I go to work, I see the real life implications of uh, individuals being on a DL. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have to tell people you're HIV positive, even though you've been in this 15 year relationship, this supposed monogamous 15 year relationship. And then you come to f- come to find out your husband was having an affair with, uh, with uh, male sex workers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I'm talking didn't about. Know how that. it could destroy people? Like, absolutely, I agree with right. that. How it could destroy people's lives, their family, families. Like, right, and, and I'm saying, yeah, but there is out. still room. Go ahead, dear. I'm, and I'm saying, be out and be free, because if you are out and free and open and transparent, you are not subjecting anyone to those things. Yeah, but there is still a great need, and I think that um, 
it's important for us to see these not so much in a linear fashion, these matters in, in sort, of, sort of a, a multifaceted way, because I think it's still room for us who are, who are growing, who continuously are growing in our being comfortable with who we are, how we inhabit our bodies, to really continuously say to those kind of folks, it's okay, you know, it's okay. Now, some people you 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 you're not going to bring along. You're not just yeah. you're just not going to bring. Yeah. It's going to be too late for some people. Right. But there are going to be some people, and and I, I tend to celebrate. I'm really celebrating. I find myself being very vocal about <laughs> celebrating masculine body, same gender loving individuals, uh, mm -hmm. those individuals who have the ability to to fall on that kind of privilege, that ignorance. Uh, of the blissfulness of people assuming that they're cis and het, but yet standing in their truth and saying, no, this is just how I choose to, this is how I show up in the world. Yep. Because, yeah. and, and I remember back in the day, we were pushing people, fat, femme, bottom, top, you know, no fat, no femmes, no bottoms, no top. Oh like, my God. You, see, it, we, you know, yeah, people so felt real, a real need, a real anxiety around, uh, so coming to these, um, cultural isms and these ways of being but now today people are saying no fuck that i'm trans i might not look like the, the gender the transgender that i am but you're yep. going to still respect me people are still yeah. they're they're mm -hmm. now straddling gender and sexuality like never before and so i'm celebrating them because i damn sure have seen a lot on tiktok masculine cisgender appearing black males who will say no i'm gay and i want to be with men and I want to be with masculine, other masculine black men. And I'm like, wow, I applaud that. That's not a, that's not a deficiency in my book. That is no, really something to celebrate. It's something to celebrate. Yes, yes, because for a very long time, you, you know, um, femininity was looked down upon or there was an image of what a black gay man should be. And it, it was always just a one size fits all. You have to be, you know, too Wong Fu or yeah. you have to be... Um, holiday heart or you, yeah, have you to, can't be anywhere in between you can be and, and 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 that's why it's important to always that's why i in my life with people i interact with patients friends and family members i make sure i present and i always present as being myself my mm -hmm. true authentic self at all times because that's what's comfortable for me and if that's uncomfortable for you i hope you choke on it but I, it is important for you to always be your true authentic self, whatever that self is, yeah. so that people who don't have the understanding and the intelligence get to see a variety of people in their lives. Because sometimes there are queer people around you, but because people are closeted, you don't get to see that. Which is absolutely true. But to kind of again to Isaiah's point, I brought up earlier, like. You also have to, there's a difference of people that are DL because they are straddling that line and they don't know, they're trying to figure out themselves and etc. They know that they enjoy it, but they feel maybe a little sense of guilt or shame or are hiding. And then there's people that literally have been, you know, maybe doing this shit for years and, you know, have no problem going back to their wife and kids every day after doing some fuckery and shit. So it's like. I think yeah, there's not that's difference. not the DL we're talking about. We're not talking about people that are ambivalent. We're talking about people who are purposely doing shit. Oh, I was referring. I was. I mean, I'm saying, I'm I think more of a yeah. No, there are people out there who are purposely doing shit. Oh, and not yeah. discussing yeah, yeah, it. Right. No, we want people. If you are ambivalent about who you are in terms of your gender or your sexuality, that's great. That's normal. 
there um the the dl where people are out there doing these things and is causing black women to have the high numbers of hiv infections um having That's women too, pregnant yeah. with yeah. syphilis you know having stds at a high rate and with women that's the that's the problem yeah, and, it, and it, it's difficult. Story. It raises a difficulty for those of us who live, who choose to live more. I will say more authentically, authentic. because yes. because the drawback becomes that we are all perverse. We're all um, work, you know, in, nefarious, walking around with alter egos and alter identities and alter ulterior motives about you know. I do agree these, with that. Who yeah. and what you so, are. Right. right, right, and having these wild, uh, fanciful uh, sexual escapades, and then there are those who are trying to take down the walls of academia, those who are trying to make life better, ameliorate life for all LGBTQIA people. You know, um, then the, then there are those. I in in just reflecting upon this conversation, and in this conversation, I'm reflecting about the number of DL men I have messed with. And, I, and I'm thinking about what it meant for me. Uh, it was a new low in my life to say, oh, I'm good enough for you to, to, to have sex with, to stick something in me and me do whatever with you. And, but mm-hmm. I'm not good enough for you to take me to the family barbecue. Yeah. I'm not good enough for that. Yeah. I'm not good enough. I mean, it killed me inside. It didn't. It, it just, and, and I, I, have, I love the fact like, that you know, I thought to I your point, get I feel like a lot of, there's a lot of DL men specifically excuse me specifically go for trans women like that's a whole separate yeah, thing in itself true. where a lot of dl men there's a, they a whole time. Like, yeah yeah but it's dl men who are killing trans women yeah it, it is not matter. the ambivalent person it's not yeah, the, which is, the, that's the other crazy person thing. it's the dl men who are wreaking havoc to the lgbtq Absolutely. plus community which is crazy and those women it's specifically black trans women who feel like they can't get any other employment than sex work. That breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Hello, everyone. This is Theo for Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. Come back next week to hear part two of our conversation. Allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Uh, Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? The, the back, back of the, the club, club. sipping my wet is where you find me. What? The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Uh, Mad question asking, blunt passing, music lasting. But I just can't yeah. quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers. True fucking players. Jump in the Rover and come over. Tell your friends jump in the GS3. I got the chronic by the tree. Throw your hands in the air if you's a true player. I love it when you call me big pop. To the honeys getting money, playing niggas like dummies. Uh. I love it when you call me big pop. 
You gotta come up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place. Why? Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Uh, baby. Uh, straight up, honey, really, I'm asking. Most of these niggas think they be macking, but they be acting. Who they attracting with that line? What's your name? What's your sign? Soon as he buy that wine, I just creep up from behind and ask you what your interests are. Who you be with? Things to make you smile. What numbers to dial? You gonna be here for a while? I'm gonna call my crew. You gonna call your crew? We can rendezvous at the bar around two. Plans to leave, throw the keys to little C's. Pull the truck up front and roll up the next block so we can steam on the way to the telly. Go fill my belly. A T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's great. Conversate for a few, cause in a few we gonna do what we came to do. Ain't that right, boo? Forget the telly, we just go to the crib and watch a movie in the jacuzzi. Smoke L's while you do me. Imagine if Benz is giving ends to my friends and it feels stupendous. Tremendous cream, fuck a dollar and a dream. Still tote gas strapped with infrared beams. Chopping O's, uh-huh. smoking line optimals, money holes and clothes, all a nigga knows. A foolish pleasure, whatever. I had to find the buried treasure, so grams I had to measure. However, living better now, coochie sweater now. Drop top BMs, I'm the man, girlfriend. <laughs> Honey, check it. Tell your friends to get with my friends. Friend. We could be friends. <laughs> Shit, we could do this every weekend. That's right. Alright? Is that alright with you? Yeah. Keep banging. I love it when you call me Big Pop. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. I love it when you call me Big Pop. To the honeys getting money, playing niggas like dummies. Uh. I love it when you call me Big they got a gun up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby Baby uh. Check it out, now full shit for that ass uh. Puff Daddy, Biggie Smalls, Junior Mafia Represent, baby, baby uh.